Welcome back to the Alpha F podcast. This is episode two with Seth. If you enjoyed part one, you definitely enjoy part two. Enjoy. These days, I was I was writing exam and so on, and I was only on like two thousand steps because I was still sitting by my laptop mm. all day trying to study, and I was like nine o'clock at night, and I'm like only two thousand <laughs> steps. So I walked ten thousand steps in my house at like what? Nine like walking around at night? That's dedication. I don't even have words. That's dedication. No ways. But I mean, that in actual fact, in any ways, that's the same thing as you just going to on a, on a treadmill and yeah, walking for an hour. Yeah. Like you're still gonna get those yeah, ten thousand steps. It took me more than an hour, but yeah. I just put the TV on and walked around in circles. Around walked around your couch. Yeah. <laughs> how many How many times did you walk no, around? No, a lot. Like, dangerously. <laughs> dangerously. Uh, like, I got into bed and I was, I was still going like this. You know? If you, like yeah, in that orientation. Like, yeah. Yeah. No ways, dude. No ways. Yeah. It was, it was, but that's the reason why so many people, like, when they come out of, like, varsity and stuff like that, walk into class mm-hmm. and, and walking around, being very active, playing sports and stuff, when they go to a desk job, like an accountant or whatever, that's why they regress so much. Yeah. Their nutrition is very bad. It's a change. They're not they're not walking around as much, so their their need goes to complete shit. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why they regress and their that's bodies a change. take a big uh, you know downward spiral. Yeah. So what's what's the plan? Maybe you can tell everyone about like what's what do you see the plan being? Where my weight's gonna end up being on stage? What my calories are gonna end? Up, what's my like last the lowest you're gonna get my calories to? I think yeah, I think that your weight on stage you're like seventy eight point five now. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that now on this new calorie um like where you are now yeah. two thousand three hundred and fifty. Yeah. Um, you're probably gonna get down to I'd say like maybe seventy seven or so. I think that you'll probably step on stage like oh when you're at your depletest you're probably going to be about 75 to 76 i think when you mm-hmm. step on stage you're probably going to be with like around about 77 to 78 again I think. Yeah. are you going to do a, a water drop no definitely not um i think that a water drop it depends yeah it depends a lot of natural uh, competitors it differs to unnatural competitors mm and fiddling around with water and stuff like that and sodium when you are a natural competitor it does uh, it does backfire a lot Mm. um a lot of the natural physique coaches that i've seen and how they coach their clients and stuff they don't fiddle with water Mm. sodium anything like that um too much because of the fact that they are a natural competitor you also like my water and everything's just pretty much the same everything's pretty much the same not playing around too much with like the little mm. micro changes or anything Definitely. but um, um we have i don't know what you planning on doing in terms of peak week am i going to drink more water how do you like take i think water? that yeah i think that like i say you don't want to meddle, meddle with it mm. too much like you might you might do a little bit of a water load and a little bit of a water deload and stuff but mm. um i think that yeah you don't like I say. It's gonna make and break you if you are a natural physique. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to play around with sodium and water, especially, especially yeah. if you are, because you're gonna rebound flipping hard. And mm. it is also your your first show as well. You don't want to fiddle around with things too yeah. much. You are in any way gonna be in the best shape of your life. I can tell you that yeah, right yeah. now. Um, so yeah, like I say, we're gonna keep it simple. We'll just do a little bit of a um, how can I say depletion. So you'll go from close to like. 50 grams of carbs or maybe even a lower deplete your muscles completely and then we'll fill them up uh, say two two to three days before the before the show yeah. um depending on how yeah, yeah on how and depleted you, you are yeah, you said that 
like we were talking when you were talking about what i'm gonna load up with in terms of like the um, carbs and stuff and you said we want to stay away from like pizza and stuff like that mm, yeah you don't want anything that's gonna bloat you up so mm. dairy and stuff like that like if you're not um used to those sort of carb sources and stuff like you don't want to really reintroduce things that you're not eating mm. now during your prep you know yeah. for instance like if you haven't been eating dairy and like pizza and cheese and stuff like that you don't really want to reintroduce it now mm. it's just gonna like mess with your stomach and you don't want to be there like lean and this big you know bubble gut yeah. on stage so we'll keep it off. we'll keep it yeah we'll keep it very simple uh it's like, so weird that you say that because when i had my cheat meal which was um a king steer burger and uh, extra large mcdonald's fries and it was yeah. meant to be a mcflurry but um they didn't have ice cream <laughs> mcdonald's so, didn't so have down ice cream. yeah yeah anyways um you that that night i was like so bloated yeah i couldn't like yeah. you're really so, though sure. I, I have to say like out of my experience i've had the complete polar opposite like i did I've, I've done a prep where i've done very much macro counting like what you yeah. two are doing now and and also having a refeed and doing a um a cheat meal so to call a cheat meal before a um, a show yeah. mm. and then i've also done a show where i've carb cycled the whole way through and then the night before i would have done like a steak and chips okay. like i would have kept it plain and simple that yeah. i did yeah the, the steak and chips versus the um like fast food sort of like the burger and like yeah. the burger and chips i have to say the burger and chips blew me up a hell of a lot more than the steak did mm. in terms of your stomach or like no in terms of like, like vascularity and like okay. size because I mean the the steak and everything it, it like worked but not mm. nearly to the point where fast food did. So yeah. I mean I had a completely different experience. Yeah. I think it's like that with everyone when else. Did you, when did you eat the fast food though? Fast food I did before Gentle Giant. Like but like um, did you do it the night before? The night before. before. Yeah yeah. yeah. I think the night before is going to be hundred percent fine. Yeah yeah. You're gonna work. You're gonna wake up fine in the morning. Mm. But on the day of the show I think that you don't want to. Oh um, you don't want to take that chance. You don't want to do that no. So on the day of the show it'll be more like uh, sugary stuff. A lot of, a a lot of salt, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like rice cakes, yeah. crunchy peanut butter. Can even put some salt on it and stuff. Honey, you're gonna be you're gonna be so over salt. Sour, <laughs> sour jelly babies. <laughs> all those I really when I like when I'm cooking my because obviously the meals I'm eating are pretty much the same every day. Mm. Like probably changes, but every second day will be the same. And um, what's really amazing for me is all the spices I'm putting on. You know, yeah. I, I, like can't really have too much sauce or anything. So I would like yeah. salt, like. Um, garlic spices like mixed herb spices <laughs> and that's that's fine that you are introducing that now because your body uh, always wants to be in a state of homeostasis and that's mm -hmm. with anything like electrolytes and stuff like that with sodium and all exactly. that so if you're taking in that amount of sodium and electrolytes and stuff like that now and you continue that throughout your whole prep that's fine your body's gonna your body is gonna exactly. remain that yeah. state of homeostasis throughout so it's good that you're not not doing that now and then you're not that you're, you're not just, yeah, yeah. Just, you're keeping it standard yeah, you're yeah. keeping it the same it's exactly. rather than introducing it all of a sudden yeah because yeah. that's when your body is going to be like what the hell is happening now with water should i hold on to more should i release more mm. all of that all mm. of those sort of things yeah the, so. the worst thing i just have to say is the day of the competition if you do the competition and you don't drink water for that day and your mouth is like like yeah. dry and you've yeah. got cotton mouth and it's like then you then you eat the bar one and you're like what the uh. fuck is this nonsense <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's disgusting yeah but I, it's it's an experience i, I think yeah. um you know a lot of people say no you need a reverse diet so like so you don't get fat and over but i think that might be the one of the like parts i'm looking forward to just a little bit reverse diet. The reverse diet. no 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 the not reverse diet yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude <laughs> yeah i was thinking there's no way like 
I think that that week after your prep, you're yeah. going to probably gain like 10 kgs. Like easily. Like, <laughs> easily. You're going to literally. But the thing is that week after prep as well, when you're just eating complete nonsense, your training sessions are going to be insane. And dude, pumps. for the three days or four days after your show, you look like a demon. Because like, yeah, you still look lean. Ah. But then like two weeks later, you look at yourself and you're like, <laughs> how did I even step on stage? <laughs> like, what am I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Quite a controversial like topic, the whole... If it fits your macros, I know a lot of people um, agree with it. A lot of people like frown upon it. Like, how can you? How this? This is not how you do things. What is? What is your opinion on that? Uh, are you talking about in terms of show, or are you talking about just, just in, in general? In general, if it fits your macros. Well, I mean, it's a simple equation: energy yeah. in, energy out, but now, energy balance. But now again, if I'm eating a bar one, and that's carbs and fats, yeah. compared to eating now oats. Yeah, I think that um, obviously there is going to be a big difference in like how your body absorbs certain things like artificial yeah. stuff and, and all of that. So obviously it is going to be a lot better for you to follow like something like an 80-20 split, yeah. you know, 80% good food, yeah. 20% uh, enjoy it, you know, yeah. um, as opposed to like really balls the wall, like pushing the limits for, if it's your macros. So yes, I think that there is a fine line between the two, but... At the end of the day, it has come down to energy in, energy out. Yeah. Yeah. However, it is going to affect, like, if you take it to that limit, you know, pushing too much junk food and stuff mm. like that, your energy levels are going to be re really depleted. Mm. Your micronutrients, you're not going to be getting in a lot of micronutrients and stuff like that. Um, so it is going to affect your mood, how you feel, how you perform, all of those things. So in that regard, um, yes, it does make a difference. But when it comes to, like, losing weight and stuff, mm. Yeah, I think it's fine. Just the biggest thing, one of the, like on the macros basis and how that actually, the one thing that people don't realize, that day-to-day -day people don't realize who don't prep and who don't diet and who don't manage their macros, they don't actually realize how much of a role carbs and fats plays in your hormones and how you feel yeah, on the yeah. day and your energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until you, it's it's crazy because I mean, you, when you're in a prep and you're three weeks out and you've depleted yourself for eight weeks, mm. And you get to that point and you're running on no carbs for a day or you're running carbs for a day the, the difference in how you feel and how you operate mm. is ridiculous definitely it's definitely. crazy and, and how you look I yeah. mean. and how you look yeah so yeah. Um, but even just like training normally when i wasn't even prepping you like i could feel if i had a lot of carbs or one day in my training and then i didn't you know, a lot of people don't understand like how carbs because carbs is energy source yeah I mean, it's well i mean it fills your muscle glycogen exactly. up you know and that's what a lot of people frown upon carbs and stuff like that but like, i think that carbs is probably one of the most important macronutrients yeah. that you can take 100 percent. so yeah. i mean yeah. carbs some a lot of people um like obviously protein is important for protein synthesis and all that mm -hmm. stuff but they neglect like the whole carb source and yeah. you actually need carbs to build muscle as well i think that carbs is one of the most important things to build muscle you yeah. know um yeah definitely underlooked so when Seth, when you come like when a client comes to you right and they want to train like in the gym with you and so okay i know you i know you don't really when you don't really you will in terms of nutrition if they train with you in the gym you don't really set up their like actual nutrition like plan you kind of give them like a guideline yeah i'm correct in saying that right? yeah yeah i don't uh, i don't really like so it's different with online coaching yeah, yeah. then i do provide them yeah. with a nutrition plan however i don't like to give people set things mm. i'd rather teach you how to be flexible with yourself because if you can teach someone how to do something then they're going to be able to do that for the rest of life yes it does make me in uh, disposable <laughs> because yeah. now i'm giving you information that you're going to be able to use why do you even need me then yeah. but 
why deprive that person of that information and have them reliant on a coach for the rest of it? But you see, that's the biggest thing. I mean, okay, just referring to prior podcasts that we've yeah, done, a yeah. big issue and the big thing that we've discussed is how coaches kind of, or some coaches in the industry kind of fuck you over. Definitely. Because they don't give you the right information. Yeah. They don't give you information that's actually going to help and benefit you. Yeah. So you're doing the polar opposite to what a lot of people and online coaches specifically mm. do because now you're giving people information that's going to, one, help them for the rest of their life. Two, yeah. going to help them that they don't necessarily, if they can't afford it, spend that money on something they don't have. To yeah, do. exactly. Um, and it's, it's knowledge that they're really going to benefit from and that's going to help them. Exactly. I, I always feel like I, I want people that, my clients that come to me, to be able to take something away and use it for the rest of their life, you know? Mm. Um, if you're going to a coach or a personal trainer and you're not learning from something from them that you can use for the rest of your life, then you've gained nothing. You're just yeah. basically with someone that's watching over you as you train for every hour. You know, you're basically a policeman then. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, uh, yeah, so that's why I like to teach people as much as possible mm. and give them as much knowledge as possible as opposed to other people that try and hold on to everything. And yes, it has bitten me in the past with a lot of mm. other people that I've done business with and had as clients and stuff like that. Um, but I still, I still believe in that you know you do, you've got to do the right thing, and that just feels like the right thing mm. to me. So a lot of coaches also they they like add silly little things into their program, like you need so much of this like micronutrient or this micronutrient, mm. and they, like you know it's actually nonsense just to kind of like show the person like now you know nothing like yeah only, only right. i can set up this whole thing meanwhile it's actually just they're basically just trying to bamboo bamboozle yeah. you into thinking that they know an insane amount mm. of stuff um and you know yeah. nothing exactly and a lot of the times they do it to such an extent where it's actually unhealthy yeah where it's like not, it's pointless like it's pointless completely like i literally for gentle giant like i'm not I'm, i really don't i hate talking like this but like for that show, I had a coach, mm. and literally the two weeks leading up to that show, first off, I thought I was gonna have liver failure. Yeah. Like, straight up, I had bags under my eyes, I looked unhealthy. And then yeah. for the week up to the show, I was literally running like a thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day. I was running yeah. alpha lipoic acid, chromium, like seven million pills that I still have in my cupboard that I don't use. Yeah. But yeah. I spent like 3,000 Rand on, and for what? For yeah. a week. That's, yeah. that's just my liver up yeah, yeah yeah exactly like, there's no point because all of that stuff are like diuretics and stuff and anyways yeah like, so. it's crazy it's ridiculous yeah. and then along with that you water loading 10 yeah. liters of water in a day like you telling me that's healthy you, you've got to you you got you got to find the like uh like in terms yeah you've got to see the risk versus reward in that mm. regard like mm. i don't think that, that the risk is enough no. for the reward no yeah so it brings us back to the whole topic we spoke about in previous podcasts where it's like um, like people that don't obviously are not as knowledgeable and they fall for these things mm -hmm. you know, and they fall for the people on social media that are just yeah. there to like exploit yes exploit I mean them. some of the marketing and stuff yeah. that people do on social media I've fallen for it before I've almost wanted to sign up for the, for the stuff you know like dude you know who I want to get onto this podcast so badly as well so that we can have this is Hink because yeah. Hink is like old school yeah. like stra standard diet just 
like plays around with your body weight and your height and like bro this guy knows fuck it like he will get you into a shape you don't yeah. even understand yeah. but just old school so he'll he'll tell you like all this nonsense with this pulls and stuff that you're yeah. taking a week before and it's bullshit yeah like you don't like all he does is he believes in carbs protein and fat well i mean that's all he's that's, like, all, that's exactly yeah. like you yeah, believe. Yeah. like that's the point you don't need to have all that other why nonsense. mess around with silly things exactly and i guess that a lot maybe there might be a lot of coaches that are listening to this thinking what a fool you know what yeah. a fool this guy what yeah. Think, what is he saying? What do you see when nothing. I step on stage? We'll see how you look when Ooh, you look is that a challenge? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just wait and see you step on stage. Take the W. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I wonder how I wonder how the turnout is going to be for that show now, though, because I mean, considering what's happened in this year, apparently, I think it's going to be. Oh, apparently, well. what I've heard is that that show specifically in Joburg is big compared to like because it's um, summer super bodies. And it used it, it usually be in Joburg and Cape Town, and now the Cape Town one they took away, probably because of mm. COVID. But apparently the Joburg one is much bigger than mm. the Cape Town. The Cape Town sometimes is only like twenty one competitors in total, but the Joburg one is quite a big lineup. And yeah, I know the Joburg and the Durban ones apparently are very difficult compared yeah. to the Cape Town. They come in insanely, insanely crisp over there. So the competition is going to be mm. stiff, but that's what you want. Yeah, you want to, you want to compete against the best. Yeah, you don't want an easy, you yeah. don't want an easy W. Like, yeah, no, it takes away from your win. You must go exactly. there and you must compete against the best. Like that's the one thing. Like you literally have spent 12, 13 weeks yeah. for ten minutes on stage. You might as well. Like, yeah, you don't want to be the like the winner out of three people. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's um or. The plan is to qualify for Arnold. Yeah, it would be I, nice. It's just going to be very interesting to see how I line up but against so tell the me, if, you, if you do Super Summer Bodies now, at the end of this year, are you going to qualify for 21 yeah. Arnold? Yeah. Yes, so. But yeah. even the, even if you don't qualify for this one, and, and like obviously I'm going in with the mentality that yeah, you yeah. are going to get the W, you are going to win, yeah. like 100%. But even if like you don't, it doesn't matter in any way because you can yeah. you get an, you gain experience, you get into the best shape of your life. Exactly. Um, and also the amount of like uh, marketing and like footage you get in through all of this, it's really it's 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 awesome for you. And the photo shoots. And the photo shoots. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's a win-win. <laughs> you got a line photo yeah. shoot, out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's true. I mean, a show is genuinely something that you remember. Forever. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you win or lose or come sixth or fifth. Yeah, yeah. And you learn a lot about yourself. I mean, I'm already learning quite a lot about like how things react with me and yeah. how like certain foods do this and this. Just wait until yeah. you get really and this, and we're not even that much. You're anymore. not even close yeah. yet, China. Just wait. You're the easy part now. You're the easy part now. That shit's gonna get <laughs> real, bro. <laughs> when you, you wake gonna... up, when you wake up in the morning, you can't feel your legs anymore, and like you just feel like you're gonna collapse. Then we can talk. <laughs> then we can talk. Yeah. Because I was, I was telling Seth, I was like, when the first two weeks of 2,600 calories, because that's the first one you dropped to, I was eating like 3,200 mm. before that. And my maintenance is around about 3,900, 3,000, 3,100, somewhere around there. Somewhere there. And I dropped to 2,600 and I was starving. Like I was actually getting stomach cramps. Mm. I was so hungry. Yeah, yeah. Now, just before we dropped it, I was eating, it felt like I was eating a lot. My body just got used to 2600 calories. Yeah. So, 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 what was your starting weight again? It was 82, hey? 82.2, yeah. 82.2. So, per kg that you lose, normally your, um, your hunger, sort of, or your basal, not your basal metabolic rate, but your TDE, yeah. Yeah. per kg you lose is normally it drops by 100 calories. Yeah. Um, and okay. that's, I read that somewhere. I can't remember where I read it. Yeah. So, 
I mean, you went from 82 to 78, that's 4 kgs, and you went from 3,200 to 2,600, that's 600 calories. So, so it's, it's more or like less, right. So now, yes. what I've always wondered is... It's not your maintenance, I wouldn't say it's yeah, your maintenance, yeah. you're still in a deficit, yeah. but however, yeah, that's why you're so yeah. hungry. You but know? like, I always wonder now, so how does your maintenance mm. change? Because obviously, if you're eating less and less and less, then you hit a stalling point and your weight will stay the exact same, and surely you can call that your maintenance. Uh, I guess you can. Because um, your weight will go up or down. So surely that's your maintenance then. Yeah, you basically bring it down and yeah, stick it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess you can call that your maintenance. Yeah. But yeah, like I say, your body, is, your body is very unique. It always wants to fight against you and always wants to be in a state of homeostasis. So like you're going to have to always play around with it and see how your body reacts. Like you can just drop your calories by another 50 and then all of a sudden... You know, yeah. you might just drop. And also, it depends on your needs. Like how I say, your need yeah, differs on day to day. You'll never actually know how much calories you are expending in a day. Or actually, even you won't even know how many calories you are taking in in a day. Because yeah, some, some, some yeah. uh, foods don't get absorbed as much as other foods, you know. And you will never know that. It is all a guessing game, but it is the most accurate guessing game. Calorie counting is the most accurate yeah. guessing game. Yeah. Uh, talking about all these calories and stuff so it's making me hungry actually I'm, yeah. I'm starving dude I'm thinking about my meal and my lunchbox I'm like <laughs> well, getting back to like where I started this whole like thing I was meant to ask is when a client approaches you and yeah. like wants to train with you what's the like how do you advise them like when they come to you and say like I want to do I want to lose weight but I'm like build muscle and um, you know I'm eating this and this and this like what's the first thing you do to like gauge where they are and like help them and start basically like mm. someone that is like like someone that's no experience or, no experience or at very all. little um i think that it's definitely it's, it's very important so to talk to them through everything that ask them what they know and ask them what they don't know so as you go through the sessions you don't want to bombard them all straight off the bat with all the knowledge because mm. it's just not going to go in mm. purely it's not going to go in so normally the first session that a client has with me, I normally ask them like what they've been doing previously. Mm. Um, what do they know about this, that, that, if they've got any injuries? And then we take it as we go. We will, I'll, I'll educate them as we go along. Like you don't want to, like I've got a lot of clients that um, don't know much or haven't known much before they came to me and stuff. And you educate them as you go. Like as you'll see, like when you start doing uh, personal training one day too, mm. you know. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll see. You don't want to, you take it slowly. Yeah. You don't want to bombard them with information. Also, um, you don't want to also start too soon, especially with like girls and stuff. You want to ease them into, mm. into it. And same with guys. Um, a lot of you want to jump into it straight off the bat. However, if you jump in straight, straight off the bat, normally you're going to fall off just as quickly. Yeah, yeah. So mm. slow. And slow then how do, you, how do you give them their maintenance calories? Um, so I, I work it out through a formula that I use yeah. Um, and yeah but obviously it's not uh, then obviously you're judged by how they're responding to yes that. so you always look at the how where their weight starting weight is you'll give them their sort of maintenance calories and then I'll give them a slight deficit and then ask them okay how accurate you've been so how I work with all my clients I do objective sheets objective sheets basically around the four pillars of fat loss mm -hmm. your nutrition training sleep and steps and then at the end of the day, it just objectifies your progress. Like you can look through across the, the four pillars um, over seven days and it puts accountability on the client now as well, like I've been doing with you. Yeah. Um, for instance, if someone says they might have had a good week, but if you look at your objective sheet, you only actually eat your calories set five out of seven days in yeah. a week. Yeah. So that gives all the accountability to you and it objectifies your progress in a week because mm -hmm. now it allows you to see, okay, shit, I think I'm actually doing a lot of work 
but I'm actually not. You're not nearly where you're, you're supposed not, to be. Not nearly where you're supposed to be, you know. Yeah. And I think that that's where a lot of people fall short. They think that they're doing enough, but in actual fact, they're not doing enough mm. at all. For me, hitting my calories is like a definite. Yeah. Like I'm never gonna miss my calories. Yeah, hundred percent. But that's yeah. that. That's the nice thing. That's the yeah. easy thing about coaching you. Yeah. I don't need to like. I don't have to Listen, why like, worry. I don't have to worry about anything because I know you're gonna do it. Yeah. With a lot of yeah. other people, it is very difficult because there's always an excuse or there's always mm. a reason as to why you couldn't do it and stuff like that. But it's fine. Like yeah. shit does it happen. It literally like, all comes down to how much you want. Yeah, life does what happen. You're going like, after. like you for instance, for someone like an online coaching client that just wants to lose a few kgs <coughs> and stuff like and get into good shape, like that's a lot more different to you. Yeah. Like yeah, you're yeah, already yeah. on a different level to them. Like you are able to yeah. push yourself to an extreme limit yeah. whereas this person might find it very difficult just losing one kg you know just mm-hmm. one kg whereas for you like you drop four kgs now in three weeks or whatever and one kg is like yeah sure. exactly yeah. You know, in the you, first day i think yeah. i dropped one kg just by eating in the <laughs> yeah <laughs> same dude i started dieting on on monday and yeah. since monday i literally dropped two and a half three kilos now <laughs> yeah like but like yeah. that's like I need to go more. Like, yeah. it's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember, it's only a week. <laughs> yeah, you always forget how uh, how important it is to yeah. take your time and that it is a process. Yeah. I mean, to this day, I still get very, like, upset, or not upset, but, like, it, it frustrates me how, how slow the process can actually be. You get impatient, you get, eh? You get really impatient, yeah. but you always got to remind yourself that, yeah, just take your time. Yeah. Um, it is going to happen. It doesn't happen yeah. overnight. I mean, another thing that I've really enjoyed about having Seth on is that I don't... Like, I don't have to worry, like, is this going to work? Like, am I going to be able to get this lean? Like, because there's always, there's someone like, obviously going and like watching over me. Mm. So I don't have to worry like myself oh, yeah. doing this thing. No, am I, you don't. And, like, am I going to get this shredded? Or like, oh, I just don't have to think about it. I just have to just do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but exactly. you know what? That's such a good reflection on you as a coach, Seth, because a lot of people get a coach and then they constantly worry when mm. they're going to reach that point or yeah. what they need to do next or how they need to do it because they don't get the guidance that they actually need exactly yeah so it's actually it's a really good thing um, yeah. to finish it off i just want to speak about um epsom salt baths mm. that um, i've been included every or in every week i need to get epsom yeah. salt baths and bath bath okay bath um with dp with like a dp bath like they've got tonic yeah. they're tonic um why why am i doing this so uh, like yeah so epsom salts um and bicarbonate soda and deep heat bath tonic you can also put a little bit of lavender drops inside there as well if you want to be really fancy and make it smell nice and stuff (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it just so epsom salts is a very good uh thing to draw water out of the body as well as um, toxins and stuff. Mm. So if, even if you wanted to just expo- exfoliate your skin, if you've got like bad skin and stuff like that, it's very good. And also it's a very good muscle relaxant. Um, so yeah, it's very important, I think in my opinion, to take one of those baths at least once a week when you are mm. prepping and preferably before a rest day. So like your rest day is on a Sunday. Sunday yeah. So I'd suggest that you doing it on a Saturday. Obviously, you don't want to deplete yourself of all the water before the next day when you're going to go and train. That's just going to be stupid because sure. you're going to have and like, completely flat and you're going to have a really, really yeah. bad gym session. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And also, like, um, when you get closer to your show, we might be incorporating it a bit, a bit more closer, like, into your show, deplete you of more water. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm surprised you're doing it on a weekly basis because a lot of the times I, like, I hear that you, why did you choose to go weekly instead of starting, like, three weeks out? Um, just purely because of, like I said, it draws out a lot of toxins. Yeah. It's very good for muscle recovery and muscle relaxing. Like when you when you st- when you're in that bath, 
like you just completely relax no you, not Sure, but I thought it was going to be relaxing. I, I normally... But then, I put yo, my heart, yo, it was like... It gets hot and... Yeah, my yeah. heart was like beating fast and I was like sweating and I was like... <gasps> and like the first time I did it, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to chill in here and watch like a 40 minute yeah. like episode. <laughs> and it says like 40 minutes. No, man, you missed only like 20 minutes Dude, max. Like I, like I pushed for 20 yeah. minutes really I hard. Like sometimes, I, I yeah, for, when I heard 40 yeah. minutes, I was like, okay, shit, I should have probably told you how yeah. long you meant to stay. Next time, don't find an episode, no, I, find a YouTube channel. Yeah. I, got, yeah. <laughs> I literally got out the bath and I like had no energy to stand up and I yeah. nearly passed out. I was like walking, I was like, go my towel and then I lay on my bed for about like an hour and a half. Yeah. Just lying there like... Literally. You know it worked then. Yeah. I but you're going to see... Like, or two yeah. liters of water like my big i have a big jug with like 2.2 liters i'm yeah. actually down that whole thing because i was so dehydrated but you're gonna see you're gonna see like when you get very very lean and when you do that you're gonna have like veins gonna start coming yeah. out dude it is crazy it's, it's like, like roadmaps that's that's the that's the cool thing about it man it, yeah. like uh, like i said it teaches you everything about your body yeah. like you learn so much and it's also like a really cool process yeah. to go through yeah well, i've got a vein going through my chest now hey, you get a vein yes what did you call him well, I don't know. I've, I haven't thought about that. Okay, it's tune in for next. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say tune in for next week's episode, and then we'll find out if Matt named his first vein. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, thanks Seth for coming on. Appreciate um, it. Was awesome. And yeah, you can always go check Seth out on his socials. Um, you can just say your Instagram. Definitely, Seth VD here for yeah. Seth Seth VD here for basically. <laughs> 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 Um, They're probably not going to be able to spell it, but it's fine. We'll we'll tag him tag in the, in the podcast. Um, yeah. And yeah, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed, please like share and tell your friends, and because I mean that's how this podcast grows is by yeah. sharing the community mm. and um, growing the community. You know, it's more inclusive and telling your friends. Um, but yeah, follow us on our socials and also subscribe to this podcast. And if you have any ideas or um, things you want to talk about or guests, you can always just pop that to me on my profile, MJ Elite, or on the Alphas page. Awesome. Okay, have a good one, everyone. Thank you.